0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show on what could be a very, very important day in Arsenal's summer. Uh, Big news dropping that we're going to be discussing plenty of. You all know what it is. But we're going to be talking about it and what it could mean what the ramifications of it are and what the next steps are as well in the declan rice saga but good morning to those of you joining us in the live chat box thank you so much uh, as always for making this a part of your morning routines It's very much appreciated good morning to those uh, that are in the chat box those that are catching up as well i've seen plenty of names in the chat we've got jason james vic we've got black shine philip uh, we've got uh Jason, Lynn, Stewart, uh, Ondevoli, Volley, we've got uh, uh, Martin, we've got Hal, we've got Name, whoever Name is, <laughs> but uh, good morning. Uh, I hope you had a fantastic week uh, so far. I hope that you're enjoying yourselves. Uh, as I've mentioned, this is the last show in these surroundings for a few days, a couple of days. Uh, I'll be flying out to Denmark this afternoon. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll still have an 8am show tomorrow and Friday. Um, but I'll be back on Saturday uh, with the uh, with the ATM back in these usual surroundings for about a week and then I go on another uh, break as well as I go down to the south of England so um it's gonna be it's gonna be hectic, but I'm gonna try and bring you as much content as I can. Uh, good morning and I hope that you are indeed good and well everyone in the chat box. I can see all of your messages. thank you so much right. All right, let's go through the stories. There's some things we need to discuss first, and then, yes, don't you worry. We'll get to the, the good stuff, if you like. Um, but first of all, we kick off with Simon Collings reporting in the Evening Standard that Chelsea and Manchester City are pushing to sign Ethan Nuanieri. Arsenal is said to have made a significant offer to the player. Uh, the registration period is at the end of this month. So even though arsenal may not be successful in getting a deal agreed before the end of this month it doesn't mean that they can't sign nana on to uh that next uh deal that he would be due um but what i would say is that it's it doesn't look that optimistic about nana there's never been any indication so far at least especially on the player's side that his future will indeed be with arsenal so this is, uh, this, this is going to be uh, a touch-and-go situation for Arsenal, who hope to keep hold of Nuanieri. Because he has played in the Premier League, interestingly, if he leaves for another club, Arsenal will be due compensation. And actually, because he's played in the Premier League, uh, they will be due more compensation than if he hadn't. So that's an interesting point to take into account as well. Now, Jorginho's agent has confirmed uh, that Jorginho's intention is indeed to stay at Arsenal for the forthcoming season. He has that one year remaining on his contract. Arsenal have an option to extend that by another year, should they want to. This has always been, for me, the right choice. I never got the idea or the talks about him potentially leaving. He absolutely uh, should be staying at Arsenal and uh, is going to be an asset for us in both next and future uh, summers, not summers, but uh, future seasons. I think the next two years. Jorginho will be an asset for us so this is good news that Jorginho will stay and uh, that we will have him for as I say at least another year maybe two let's wait and see now Rob Holding has been linked with a move away from Arsenal I know a lot of Arsenal fans have been hoping that there'd be some resolution swiftly in the window for some of our exits but perhaps this isn't the one that many people wanted to see in this form uh, Besiktas is said to be in negotiations with Arsenal, according to the Express, over a potential loan move for Rob Holding, I didn't see this as the, as the, uh, the kind of the move that I expected to be made, if indeed these are the case and that these talks are indeed true. I feel as though Rob Holding is that of a Premier League level uh, player and uh, that teams in the lower half of the table could be looking at Rob Holding to come in. Altera is a big, big fan of Rob Holding, a big big fan of his, his presence in the dressing room, his coverage and, and his ability as well. And, you know, he put a lot of faith in him at times, but the level that Arsenal need to get to, you know, they are ultimately looking at a higher caliber of player now. And uh, that means that I think, well, not even, I think I know that Arsenal need to move on from Rob Holding and, I guess uh, in this situation, if he goes on loan, it is to have an extension included. They would extend his contract by a year and then send him on loan, so that they could hope to make, a, you know, a, a profit oh, not profit. Well, I suppose a profit. He costs us very little actually when we signed him from Bolton, but there is hope that Arsenal will be able to get more money from him in 2024 if he has a whole year uh, of playing football moving then on to our penultimate story before we get to the main one and a Clive Haberts interview has been leaked online I'm not going to go through all of the the comments and words yeah I saw a tweet I think it was Yankee Gunner that tweeted our good friend Elliot at the Arsenal Vision podcast that said a lot of effort goes in to making these these interviews and to putting these interviews out there and I'm not going to read through all of the the quotes from it because I'm going to let you do that when it comes out you know it's someone's job to to put this all together, to edit it, to film it, to do the interviewing. So to see it leaked is a, it's a bit of a disappointment. You know, I, I think a, an odd photo, you know, I can kind of be like fine, you know, it's, it's the odd photo during a massive photo shoot. But the full interview being leaked, oh, sad. they need to work out where these leaks are coming from and, and sort that out as soon as feasibly possible. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the the highlights and the big story of the day, the story that you've all been working, you've been waiting for. And that is indeed, of course, that uh, you can get some TGT merchandise, uh, which helps support some fantastic causes. But, of course, the main story uh, that you want to hear about is indeed that uh, Declan Rice, the Arsenal bids, the third bid, the third and potentially final bid, if you like, is in. Now, it is £100 million with £5 million in add ons, taking it to an English record uh, for an English player and uh, certainly matches the figure that Arsenal, uh, or rather West Ham, have been asking for and that Arsenal have been, to this point, reluctant to meet. However, West Ham are not happy with the, with the bids as it is in this form. Now, when I say third and final bids, if you haven't yet watched Gunnar Blog's James McNicholas' video where he talks about how transfers work... There's a really good bit in which he explains about how, you know, a bid won't necessarily need to be rejected, but not also accepted, if you like, is that when a certain amount of money is put on the table, it is then a negotiation, a discussion about how that bid is structured. And that is kind of an agreement that this deal would eventually kind of happen. Arsenal from the perspective of everybody that's aware of what's going on in this deal, have put an amount of money on the table that West Ham, in terms of the numbers, are willing to accept. However, it is the structure of that £100 million and how it is being paid that is still yet to be agreed. So this is a huge step forwards from an Arsenal point of view and in this deal. The other factor in this deal is, of course, Manchester City's involvement. And there is said to be expectation that Man City will indeed up their offer today. Whether or not that offer is as high as Arsenal's or is better structured than Arsenal's, we will wait and see. But it will be interesting to see how Man City respond because do not get this twisted. This is a massive improvement on Arsenal's first two bids. Arsenal's first two bids has a guaranteed £80 million um, proposal. This ups that by £20 million in guaranteed fees. This isn't incrementally edging towards, you know, all those suggestions that we heard that Arsenal would be bidding and getting closer to West Ham's valuation. This is not that. This is not that by any stretch of the imagination. This is a massive improvement in the bid that arsenal have put forwards to west ham there are the fine details there are the structures and the negotiation the discussions to be had about how that amount of money will indeed be paid but there is you know this is more than i thought arsenal would go for if i'm being 100 percent honest i didn't see arsenal going over 100 million pounds in that bid um, all the indications that I certainly got were that Arsenal wanted to keep this under £100 million for a number of reasons, including the expectation and the pressure. But of course, Manchester City's interest, of which exists and is there and has been formalised with an official offer that was, of course, rejected out of hand, um, has meant that Arsenal have ultimately been forced. You know, it's not just West Ham bigging up Man City's interest to force Arsenal into to doing something the genuine existence of a formal offer from man city has you know forced arsenal's hand somewhat to do what they can in ironic fashion to blow their competitors out of the water with a huge improvement in their bid west ham want this paid over a smaller period of time and they also are going to wait and see what man city do if man city match this bid and are willing to pay it in less instalments I would imagine that West Ham would accept that. And then it will be down to Arsenal about whether they want to match that, of which I would certainly hope, if considering the money that's now on the table, that they would do that. And then it will be down to Rice about where he wants to go. And we have heard and been told and discussed and continually talked about the fact that Rice's preference has always been Arsenal. The other clubs have inquired and have been told that his preference is Arsenal. The only reason why Man City are involved and still pushing and happy to make bids it's because of their status as a club as treble winners as guarantors of trophies can offer with Pep Guardiola a very attractive destination as well for Declan Rice but his preference as always and for the moment continues to be um it continues to be uh in this fashion so it is a huge and monumental offer by Arsenal. And Arsenal will certainly hope that uh, that things are hashed out today. As far as I'm aware, to my understanding, there were extensive talks held over several hours yesterday uh, in multiple meetings. And there are more meetings expected to take place today as well between the clubs in order to come to an agreement. But there is this presence of Manchester City preparing their own improved offer Um, And we will see whether or not that is formally made, whether or not they choose not to make that bid. We will find out. But uh, that is all of the latest on Declan Rice. Uh, We will move to part two now and your questions to tackle what your thoughts and theories and queries and questions are on this and other things right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. So, uh, before we do go into the questions, uh, and I will be promoting this until uh, the 31st of July, so please uh, get involved. Please help a fantastic cause. Uh, We're doing a Longest Day Golf Challenge, 72 holes, a marathon-level event um, to raise money for Cancer McMillan support in memory of our good friend and sadly departed hero, uh, Vinnie Eagle. If you have not uh, yet got involved, um, I implore you, to do so, if you have got involved, massive, massive thank you uh, to those that have so far uh, Matt G., Neil Jones, Paul Webb, Wendy, uh, Diana, uh, Molly, Lauren, Amy, Fern, uh, Christine. Thank you so much, everybody uh, that's donated so far. Uh, really appreciate the kind uh, donations that you've sent in, and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, more of you are going to get involved. There is a link down in the description of every single video that we be uh, will be producing. We've set the target at £1,000 so far. If we can reach that, it would be amazing. Um, but thank you to everybody that's getting involved and uh, helping to support such a great cause. Um, right then, uh, let's go into the chat and answer some of your questions. Uh, let's go to um, a super chat that we had uh, from Damien. Uh, Damien earlier on dropping in the super chat of, respect for being up for this after going live with Harry last night. Safe travels and thank you for keeping it real. Thank you, Damien. I really appreciate that. Whilst I am very, very thankful to Damien Super Chat, can I just say that if you want to leave a super chat, instead of leaving a super chat, of which YouTube takes a certain percentage of anyway, um, I'd much rather that instead of you giving me that money, um, now that you donate that into the into the fundraiser, you know, I I answer loads of questions. You know, there's a great chance I'm gonna get your question. But if you're thinking about leaving a super chat just for the next month, Put it into the donate, put it into the donation thing, um, and uh, instead that'd be great if you could. Uh, but massive, massive thank you and appreciation to Damien for the kind words and generosity too. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, what will happen if both Arsenal and Man City walk away? That could mean West Ham may have a t- to drop the price. Um, I don't think they will drop the price, to be honest, Lynn. Um, I think that they will keep him. I think there is, I think there's a factor in this that people aren't considering, which is that. You know, even though Declan Rice has been kind of, you know, has wanted to move, and, you know, the indications are that, you know, if a deal comes in, he'll happily move. West Ham will happily keep him. West Ham will happily keep Declan Rice uh, if indeed Arsenal and Man City fail to agree a bid. What I would say is that Arsenal should not be going any higher. They should not be going any higher at all with the actual overall offer. In terms of the structure and the details and the add on, sure, you know, you can negotiate that but they can't be strong-armed into going to 110, 115, 120. This offer is very, very respectable. You know, more than respectable. It's a take it or leave it type of deal in which you can negotiate some of the finer details within it. But the overall figure, it's uh, Arsenal have done all they can. Nobody, and I mean no, there is no argument. There is no debate. There is no criticism that can be levelled at the club at this point. The club have done and offered all they can. They've gone in and broken the record for an English player. They offered way £33 million more than their record signing. You know, they've brought the valuation down really well from that initial £120 million, And they are all competing with Manchester City, the treble winners for this player. There is no criticism of Arsenal in this sense to go for in the Declan Rice scenario. If we'd have backed out at £90 million, I would have been a bit frustrated. But you can't be frustrated with this. There is no argument. At this point, you're just exposing yourself. <laughs> I'm just an hour hater at that point if you're getting frustrated with this one, but we need to hopefully hash out the details and get this one done now, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Max Amir says, Hey Tom, in the case in case our chase for Declarice is not successful, do you think that we could look at Many as a possible target? After Bellingham coming in, he could be looking out plus a cheaper option. Maybe what I would say is there's been no real indication to me um, that... There's no, no indication to me at all, really, that Chuomeni is looking to move on or would be wanting to move on. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see it. Uh, Ethan, thank you for the super chat, who does say I'll donate to the cause as well. So I appreciate that, Ethan. Uh, How much credit do you think will be lost by these Arsenal news accounts claiming to have the inside track if it comes down to a choice by Rice and he chooses City? Um, it's a fair question because obviously the information that has been given to outlets and myself, you know, this, every source that I have spoken with, every person I've talked with, you know, regarding who are, you know, no things going on about this deal, have always maintained that Rice's preference is Arsenal. Now, if it is that Arsenal and Man City's offers are both accepted and it is down to the player's choice and he chooses City, you know, there is going to be a lot of question marks and quite rightly. Or he changed his mind and was convinced by Man City and the project. People can change their minds at the end of the day, but. I maintain, you know, these reputable sources certainly saying that and have done for this whole time that that Rice's preference has been Arsenal. Jurassic J, thank you so much for becoming a brand new member of the channel. Really appreciate your kind support and uh, welcome to the TGT family or continuing your uh, connection with the TGT family. Uh, Ben says, I think that's what's insane is we didn't even offer add-ons to get to 100 million. We literally guaranteed West Ham 100 million. Mad respect to Arsenal. Not sure our structure will succeed, though. Uh, Reese says, would you like to see Rice play in the Jacques role or the parte role? For me, I'd like to see Rice play at the base of the midfields, shielding the back line. His defensive statistics are monumentally impressive. Yes, I think he can also play in a two and could potentially play in an eight. But for me, and I know that others disagree, I know that me and Clive have gone back and forth about the debate about where his best role might be. For me, I'd like to see Rice anchoring a midfield where Odegaard and Havertz are in front of him. That's what I want to see. Next season, I want to see Arsenal's midfield three of Rice, Odegaard and Havertz behind Saka, Jesus and Martinelli. That is exciting. That is very, very exciting indeed. So I really, really hope that that is the lineup that we see for next season. And Timber coming in, of course, as well to add competition to our defensive line too. So... It'd be interesting to see if, indeed, the Rice deal happens, if the Timber deal, of course, progresses as well, which it sounds like it is at the moment. Um, What else we do? You know, you look at those three deals, Havertz, Rice, Timber, fantastic business by Arsenal. And I look at that and think, I wonder what else we will do. Um, It's really going to be very, very interesting indeed. Um, Marble Hall show, absolutely, we'll have to get around him, mate, 100%. 100%. Uh, Masibulele says, Hey, Tom, if this doesn't seal it, walk away. Only thing I do and co should do is negotiate the payment structure if indeed the second bid does come from City. Um, And hopefully that is what we will do. Um, You know, there are more meetings scheduled today, so hopefully we can see this hashed out very quickly. Uh, AJMO4 says, If Bayern get Kane, where will that lot up the road finish next season? It's a great question. They are getting closer to James Madison. Um, 40 million pound deal, apparently, for James Madison. I know there's going to be a lot of debate amongst Arsenal fans about should we have gone for James Man- Madison for 40 million pounds instead of buying Havertz for 65 million pounds. I was asked yesterday, I did the show with uh, with Potsy on, on 12th Man Podcast and LB as well with Man City fan from City Extra. um, And they both said that they would have rather got Madison. And for me... I, I said that I if they said, who would you pick? Madison for 50 million. I think they said, when well, ironically, he's now going for 40 million. But even then, Madison for 40 million or Havertz for 65 million. And my answer was, I think, quite simple. I think for me, it's Mikel Arteta has given me no reason to doubt the big money business that we do. There's only one question mark, one question mark, and that's Fabio Vieira. It's the only question that's kind of lingered, if you like, um, over, the, over, the have, um, over the Arsenal kind of tenure of bigger investments. Do you know what I mean? And I also have to factor in that Tottenham are buying Madison. Tottenham. Tottenham tottenham <laughs> like it's not it, it's not like man united have gone in for him it's not like chelsea have gone in for him even though they had a terrible season it's not like big clubs from abroad you know that and, and, and are taking interest in english players are going in for him real madrid's were keen on havertz Bayern munich were keen on havertz and arsenal have won that race because they've been willing to pay more than those two clubs those two very very big clubs The names that have been going for Madison have said to be Newcastle, who pulled out very quickly and looked like they're targeting our good friend Dominic Zoboslai instead. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, I'm inclined to trust the reasons behind moving for Havertz over Madison. I also said on the show, (laughs) I also said on the show that I said I would be willing to bet, you know, because it's just fun, just a bit of fun that Havertz will get more Premier League goal contributions than James Madison will for Spurs next season. This is my That was my proposal. Now, someone in the chat box, I think it might have been a guy called David, said, yeah, I'll take that bet, £100. And I replied saying, send me your Twitter details. And I haven't heard a thing. He disappeared out of the chat. He disappeared out of eternity. Have not heard from them again. So it's all well and good, you know, saying you're up for that. But, uh, and by the way, neither did Potsy or LB, neither of those two took the bet either um it was on the table uh but for me yeah i it's really interesting really interesting indeed but where will they finish i haven't asked that question similar to this like eighth and below i think bizarre says when is Havertz being announced hopefully today we might we might see something today there's so much ready to be announced you know the video's been leaked pictures have been leaked surely today Surely today is when they'll announce it. Uh, Amir says, Tom, it looks like Tierney is going to stay. Who will we sell this summer? I've kind of done the whole selling summer thing a lot of times. Just on the Tierney thing, uh, it's not over till it's over, is what I would say. Uh, The window has still got a lot of time to run, so it's not over yet. Tierney could still indeed leave. Um, Let's go to... that's not very nice. Uh, Magambo says, Arteta don't like players with even a little bit of chance of having altercations with. He cannot handle those players. Has anyone heard of the name Granite Xhaka before? <laughs> I mean, in terms of players that have altercations, a player that was ready to leave, a player that wanted to go and apparently can't handle those players, I hand you Granite Xhaka on a silver platter. Turned into one of the Premier League's best midfielders last season, cannot handle those players. Just a load of rubbish. Uh, Maximir says another question, Tom. Are you aware of any FFP regulations West Ham might have due in which they are asking so much amount up front? Uh, no, because that doesn't affect FFP. FFP is not, um, I, as far as I'm aware and my understanding, and I've asked a few people about this it doesn't matter how you structure a deal to uh, abide by FFP. That doesn't matter because as soon as you've got that, you know, if Arsenal agree, if sorry, if, if West Ham agree a 105 million pound deal to sell one of their, um, not gra- graduates, I suppose, you know, he was signed very young, wasn't he from Chelsea to sign one of the players that they spent very little on, if anything, when he was brought into the West Ham Academy from Chelsea, um, it shows up as 105 million pounds, is my understanding on the books. So 105 million pounds, even though it's going to be structured, is it's going to show as 105 million pounds on that year's accounts, to my understanding. I could be wrong, but that's my understanding. Um, and the only thing that the, the, the only thing that the structure of the deal is concerned with is regarding giving the club the ability to spend money sooner on a replacement. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's the element that West Ham are looking at is they want more money up front to help them spend more money during this window that they have. You know, money that you don't tend to want to spend money that you don't have, even though you're guaranteed it in the future. That's kind of how it works. So FFP, as far as I'm aware, is not affected by structures of deals. If you sell a player for a certain figure, it shows up in the books as that figure. So as far as I'm aware, that's how it works. Um, Anthony says, Xhaka has always been a brilliant professional and great for the dressing room, regardless of how he feels about the club, contrary to the likes of Erzo or Abamion, who Arteta couldn't handle. And it's always about like Arteta couldn't handle. Why on earth should Arteta be expected to deal with bad, beh- badly behaved players? Like, why should Arteta have to sit there and be judged for apparently not being able to, quote, handle those players? Fair play to the guy for moving them on. If a player's a problem, like Gendouzi, get rid. I don't care the the whole oh stick your chest out. Oh, he backed up his players. Oh, you know you got to have that part of type of bite. Well, do you know what? Gendouzi's left, gone to Marseille, fallen down the pecking order, fallen out of the French international team, and now being linked with West Ham and Aston Villa. That's where that's where Gendouzi's gone. You know, it's I don't have any sympathy for the whole Arteta can't handle big characters. I, it doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. I think that you should cultivate a squad that has a singular focus of moving in the same direction. If you have questions about man management and Arteta, I don't know what to tell you. Because his man management is great. His man management is brilliant. That's why he's got this team cohesively working together and fighting for a title and punching well above the collective weight of that group. If you've got terrible man management you don't get a squad overachieving. You just don't. So any suggestions that Arteta doesn't have good man management skills can get in the bin, (laughs) in my view, because there is no evidence to suggest that he doesn't have good man management. There's evidence to suggest that he doesn't like players that are difficult to work with. And so that I say, who the hell can blame the guy? (laughs) Like, you know, why on earth should a a manager be expected to have to deal with those types of players. Get rid. Bring in players that are going to fight and and punch above their weight and work as a team and work as a collective group. You know, and this is a great point from Mr. Momo Man who says, when Pep got rid of Cancelo, it was described as ruthless. When Arteta does it, apparently can't handle players anymore. It's so spot on. So spot on. So this whole dross of Arteta can't handle big personalities can get in the bin (laughs) because it's just A... It doesn't matter. And B, I don't want those types of players at Arsenal. I want the players that want to work with the coach, work with their teammates, and maximise their potential at the club. And I think that certainly that's the way forwards that we've decided to go. Um, Jurassic J says, Hey Tom, when do you reckon that we'll win our next Premier League title? Hopefully very soon. (laughs) We're moving in that direction. We are doing all the work we can do to move in that direction. And certainly we've been given plenty of evidence to suggest that Arsenal are moving towards that uh, goal. So hopefully... Very, very soon. Um, (laughs) uh, Molesi says, uh, leaking images of Havertz was shocking, but the video is something else. Someone's likely to get fired at Arsenal Media uh, for that. You know, I I hope they find out how it's being leaked. You know, I don't want it to be leaked. I want to see it dropped when it's supposed to be dropped. I love announcement videos. You know, Aubameyang, we talk about big characters, ironically. Aubameyang's announcement video, I love the lights. You know, the, the lights went through the the hairstyle and stuff like that, like that. that, I love those videos Um, with Mkhitaryan saying, yo, Pierre, you want to come out? I love that dynamic. You know, that's part of what makes the transfer window special. Stop ruining it by leaking interviews and stuff. Like I can personally wait. I know the player's going to sign, you know, I can wait to hear the interview. I know it's going to happen. So I don't need to hear it a day or two early. If it's been leaked, I'd rather someone got the credit for, for the work that they've done in the manner that they wanted it to be released. So it's a shame that someone's leaked it. You know, I I don't respect it. I don't rate it. Stop doing it. <laughs> you know, it's very frustrating indeed. Um, let's go to uh Black Magic says, as an Arsenal fan, I sincerely hope that this bid collapses. I maintain that rice is not worth 80 million pounds, let alone 105. We need to walk away. I am not happy. Well, you know. That's fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion on a player. You know, if you don't rate Rice at that figure, fine. That's not a problem. You know, I don't have any qualms with that because I don't think he's a hundred million five million pounds of player. What I think, though, unfortunately, is just the market is what it is. You know, the market is as it stands. And you have to adapt and you have to change and you have to be able to work with the with what's going on. And whilst I agree with you, I don't think that that rice is worth 105 million right now. Unfortunately, we we'll might have to we might have to pay that, you know, to get the deal done. Like we might have to pay a hundred million to get Caicedo if you wanted him, maybe, you know. So that that's kind of the the dynamic of the window, sadly. And whilst I agree that I don't think he's worth that money, hopefully Arsenal, uh, hopefully Arsenal are looking um, to, to to pull off the right deal. Um, in the future. And, and we see a benefit of that, you know, from the rice investment, if indeed it's secured, uh, let's Eddie, uh, thank you so much for your kind donation, mate. Very much appreciated. Uh, as I say, if you want to leave a super chat, I would much rather you left the donation to our, uh, our cause, which you can find of course, down in the description. So, uh, please do help us out if you can. Um, Dogan uh, Kanas Kanaksu, uh, says, uh, would you take Lavia or Turam or Kone as the second midfield signing? um, Probably between Turam and Lavia, um, to be honest. Kefren Turam is a fantastic player. Kone, I don't know much about, so it's difficult for me to talk about him. Um, Lavia, I like his Premier League experience, so there's something there to be said. So, yeah. Uh, as she says, hey, Tom, uh, what do you think about any Aluko's statement on TalkSport? Yeah, so Eleni Aluko yesterday said that she felt that, in theory, Arsenal had asked Man City to uh to bids for uh, the player so that um the, the arsenal's owners would be basically kind of encouraged to to bid it's ludicrous you know <laughs> it's, it's it's ludicrous i I don't know how on earth that would make any sense. What was kind of crazy is she said that she has um that any said that there's examples in her own career where that's happened, which is kind of mad if that's true. You know, but no, I don't think that's the case. And if Man City come in with another bid, have we asked them to bid again? No. <laughs> so, yeah, I I I, I didn't really rate that. Also, Jamie O'Hara this morning, I saw a video, which is always funny when you watch Jamie O'Hara. It's, you know, some of his views are, are rather amusing. Um, said that Tottenham, is better to play at Tottenham than it is Bayern Munich. <laughs> what? Are you mad? Like, I get the whole Premier League Bundesliga thing. Like you know, it's much better to play in the Premier League than the Bundesliga. Sure, sure, but Spurs aren't winning the Premier League. (laughs) Bayern Munich are winning the Bundesliga. And if you get to the end of your career and you can go back, well, well, I've got the Premier League goal scoring record. Good, good for you. I've got a league title. You know, I'm going to look back on that medal uh, on my career that I won a league. I won trophies. That's what I'm going to look back on. I'm not going to look back on, you know, a a top scorer in the Premier League as much. You know, Alan Shearer, who is the current Premier League top goalscorer, won a Premier League. You know, so uh, if Kane has any sense, he'll push for that move to Bayern. And if he is forced to stay until the end of his contract, he will leave. He will, if he has any sense at all. So uh yeah, I I hope he leaves because I don't want him playing at Spurs, obviously. Um, but uh and I really think that is gonna that's a massive, massive problem when they lose him. But uh yeah, let's let's wait and see. Let's 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 wait and see uh what happens. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. Um let's go to um rag Rago uh says uh, come on Tom all the YouTubers are doing their thing for likes, subs and a paycheck these days. Social media is about views. Do not act holier than now. Um, I don't know if I'm acting holier than now, but I am you are saved. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. A holier-than-thou is a very strange take. I don't know what I've done, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Bradsky says, uh, you'll be surprised at how well Tottenham do this year, coming from an Arsenal fan myself. I'm worried. Uh, Ange is a top, top manager, and players run through brick walls for him. Uh, go read up about it with Celtic. Um, I don't know much about, you know, I, I don't know much about uh, Ange Postagoglu. Um, I may be surprised by what they do. I may be surprised. I, I don't know what to expect is a real unknown quantity. So let's wait and see. But trust me, if Antonio Conte, you know, I can't, can't, can't take them to another level, even with Spurs, even with Kane and Son, I, I don't know what to tell you, you know, so yeah, I, I don't really know. Um, let's go to... Um, boom, 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 boom. Esmond says Kai is a good signing. You can carve for Saka, Martinelli, Jesus, and maybe for Erdegaard. I mean, more likely Erdegaard than any of the other three, to be honest. That's his best position in attacking midfield role as well. Uh, Derek says, Tom, doth, a, doth a thou desire a sacrifice? Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Rago says, I mean, sorry, to clarify, um, don't dis leaked videos, each to their own. I mean, I, it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Like, I don't think you should be leaking the video. Like, I, I just think that it's not one of those things in the scope of leaked information. A video that's going to come out in a day or two, I don't see the point in leaking. I don't see the point. If it is for likes and follows and stuff like that, I think you're going about it the wrong way. You know, I like to think that what we've done here, you know, growing and we're growing very close now to fifty thousand subscribers, you know, which I am insanely proud of. And as a community, I think we've grown and developed, and you know, together we've we've put together one of the best communities in the Arsenal YouTube space. I think we've done that not through hyperbole not through that much shouting. You know, I know there's been the odds, anomaly or two, be it Emmy Buendia or being knocked out of the Europa League by Villarreal. You know, like there's been the odd losing of heads one or two times, if that, you know. But overall, I feel like we've built this community together in an objective, grounded way. You know, it's not been by... You know, capital letters in, in in like embarrassing or you know crazy things like that. I think we've done one or two videos where we had like kind of crazy thumbnails because I was pretty angry about situations. But you know it's to say that everyone does it, I don't think is true. And I think it's, if anything, it undermines the people that you're sharing a chat box with, to be honest. I think it's undermining their legitimacy and i think it's undermining the community that we've built here to be honest um so no not everyone does it and actually um you know we as a community here we're very very proud the cult of of tgt we are holier than now apparently so there you go you heard it here first um gunagang says as a club we have been reluctant to spend massive amounts uh, for the pressure of the fee does this signal a change in transfer policy good question Is it a change in transfer policy or is it just an evolution to the current state of, you know, where we are as a market? So is it a change of policy or are we gradually just evolving towards what is the overall market that we're involved in? Do you know what I mean? Or are we changing things so that we're now a club that spends a hundred million on a player, and that's a, a change in policy. I lean more towards the, the former. I think Arsenal are just kind of evolving as a club and are just spending huge amounts of money now because that's what clubs that compete for titles do. Um, so I think it's more of an evolution than a conscious change of transfer policy, uh, Gunnar again, That would be my kind of view on that one. Um Next says, Tom, do you feel that if we can't get the structure right to walk away in 110 million? Yeah, absolutely, walk away. You know, I I said that it would be a disaster if Arsenal don't get Rice, but I I caveat that with it would be a disaster if Arsenal don't get Rice by not meeting West Ham's valuation. And I'm sorry, but West Ham cannot ask for more money. They could sure you could to change the structure. Sure, I'm fine. I'm open to that. I'm open to the idea of the structure changing. But it can't be called a disaster at this point when Arsenal have offered this amount of money. And this is coming from someone that said if we missed out on him, it would be a disaster. Because for me, you know, that is really key. Really, really key to remember. Um, let's uh, go to uh, Penny Wayne says, uh, the cannon light behind you is actually a cleverly disguised halo. Yes. If I, I don't think I can get it small enough uh to be able to like get the circle there we go <laughs> we literally have a halo um uh, maybe that's what they're referring to uh yishai says rivals hate us acting like a big club again our first bid was embarrassing man City's was a smart move now that we've made a big bid it's man city tricking arsenal into paying nonsense i absolutely agree with you Yishai, a hundred percent um Axel says, if we sign Havertz, Rice, Timber, what would you rate the window? And what player would you love us to target next? Has to be realistic. I think you have to add more context to it, Axel. To be honest, I think you have to talk about who leaves. You know, if Xhaka and Partey leave and Tierney leaves, and they're the only three that we sign, it's probably a seven out of 10 because we need to make sure that we cover ourselves. You know, you have to strengthen. So if it's Havertz, Rice, Timber, Lavia, and Partey stays and Tierney stays then you're looking at a nine bordering on 10 window. But if other players leave and we don't replace them, that's a problem. So it depends on the context, doesn't it? And for me, I'm keeping Partey based on, you know, from a football point of view, I'm I'm absolutely, you know, keeping Partey at the club and making sure we've got the competition uh, in the squad. Uh, Bengal Boy says, do you think Arsenal wants to give this much money because they can't structure the deal like West Ham wants? Yeah, I think that's probably a fair way of putting it. If Arsenal could afford to pay 90 million with, say, 50 million up front and 40 million the following year, they might have done that. But I think what they've done is they've probably gone to 100 million plus five. I don't know the details of the structure, by the way. That's not something I've been able to get but i imagine that they have structured that deal across a number of years maybe four or five and they've said to west ham we can offer you more money over a longer period of time because that's what we can but that's what we're being allocated by our you know that's what we're willing to spend but maybe west ham would have expect expected it would be what would be interesting right is if man city come in with less money but more guaranteed up front and that's accepted that would be what's really interesting about this but if it's just a case of West Ham want more than 105 million, I'm sorry, I've got no qualms with Arsenal. I've got no issue with Arsenal if we don't get Rice in that case because it's ludicrous. Just go, you know, if if you got if you're bidding 105 million, bid a similar amount for Caicedo because for me he's the only other alternative really. I know people say of many, maybe, but if you don't get Rice, go in and get Caicedo. You know, with a similar kind of bid, that's what Brighton want. I think he's worth less than Rice to be honest, but. You know, go and get that deal done instead. Don't I, I can't begrudge Arsenal for not getting rice if they've already bid a hundred and five million pounds. I just can't. I just can't. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me to do that. Um, let's see. Um uh there's an update from um sammy Mottbell of the mail who says uh negotiations linked to arsenal's 105 million offer for Declan rice to continue this morning structure of the deal not agreeable for west ham at this stage but a deal to be done as i said you know i said this is the information that i understood is that there's more meetings expected to take place today i told you that on the show um in the first part so that was the expectation sammy confirming that now um Ade says, "I don't think that we should be offering more. Rice is a good player, but he's best. Uh, but he's the best player out of England in the past five years. Hundred million is already silly money. Um, is he the best player? I mean, Bellingham arguably is, along with Saka, uh, Foden, and then you're getting to Rice. You know, Rice is obviously older than those players. So he's of a different generation. I think of his twenty-four year old generation, Rice is probably the best. You know, um, how old's Rashford's, To be fair." Uh, how old is Rashford now? What, 26? He's 25. So, I get, yeah, similar age bracket. So, I think Rashford and, you know, Rashford and Rice are probably the best of their age bracket at 24, 25. Um, but obviously, of the, of the England squad, you know, you look at Saka, you look at Bellingham, you look at Foden. Um, these players, you know, and then Rice is kind of being talked about. So I think Rice and Rashford are probably the best of that generation of English players. And then you go down to the younger generation of Foden and Saka and Bellingham. Bellingham's like 19, Saka's 21 now, isn't he? So honestly, it's ridiculous how good Bellingham is at that age. It's a joke, quite frankly. What an amazing footballer, how lucky England are to have him and how lucky Real Madrid now are to have him too. So yeah, uh, lovely stuff. Um, Matthew says, any updates on Balogun? What are your thoughts? No updates so far. No update whatsoever, I'm afraid. Um, Hopefully, we get a resolution to this soon. We'll wait and see. Um, But uh, no update on the Balagan situation at the moment. Uh, Valerius says, Hey, Tom and the community, divide the money uh, and the years. He will play for us and the quality he brings, it will be cheaper in the long run. P.S. I like Tom's new haircut. Thanks. Appreciate that. This This is just cobbled together. This is hairdryer after a shower and nothing else. So for those that if you're complaining... I've seen some nasty comments, to be fair, in today's show. You're not very nice. This is not me trying. And, I look, frankly, you can't dress up a turd. <laughs> Told you I was humble. Um, Mickey says, Tom, admit it. KSC for the past two seasons have been phenomenal. They've supported Arteta on all his choices, 100%, and they've won leagues with all of their outfits. And now they're pulling all the stops with Arsenal as well. I don't think, Mickey, I've ever sat here in the last two years and castigated the owners. I don't think I have. I said if we didn't go big, you know, on, on Declan Rice, if we didn't go over 100 million, I have a, a few questions about the ownership, but we've done that. You know, we've done that. I can't begrudge the owners of what they're willing to invest in Declan Rice because they're going to that big money. I don't have complaints. I, d- I don't have any complaints about what Arsenal have done and doing this window. I just don't. So if anyone else does, you're entitled to your view, but. I always, always, always invite people to come on and have this debate. Always. Do they show? Rarely. And when they do, we end up probably agreeing. So um, yeah. I just I just can't see it. Um, make sure you got your receipts, by the way. You know, if, if rice ends up coming, keep your receipts. So I'm gonna say. Keep those receipts. Um, eFair says, Tom, any update on Timber? Why is it taking this long for IAX to accept or reject our bids? Are they not okay with the payment structure? Um I think it's been like a day or two since we heard that Arsenal were kind of close to agreeing a 40 million pound bid. It's not taken long if I think your your perception of this is is enhanced by the the constant churn, the hourly, minutely, secondly refreshing of our phones to find out more information. The deal's progressing fine. You know, Arsenal might end up spending 200 million pounds before July. There's potential that Arsenal spend 200 million quid before July, I mean, invest, you know, not spend this summer, but invest, commit to spending. And people have to cheat to say we're slow. <laughs> Honestly, it's mad. It's mad. Anyway, uh, we are going to wrap up there. I've been going on a bit longer than I intended to, and I've got a pack still. I still didn't manage to pack because of all of this stuff last night going on. So I still need to pack. I hope the missus ain't watching. She's going to be fuming. (laughs) But uh, thank you, everybody, that's tuning in. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning in Copenhagen to bring you uh, all of the latest that's gone on in the last 24 hours. I'm sure there's going to be a crazy announcement in the next hour that I wasn't able and wasn't around to to look at. so there you go. Uh, Derek says, Tom, you missed my handsome comment question, Tom. But <laughs> Looking well. Thanks, mate. I didn't miss that one. So there you go. Um, thank you, everyone that's tuned in. Drop a like on the, on the video. I think I got a video. <laughs> <laughs> please drop a like on the video, and uh, I will see you uh, tomorrow morning uh, at the usual time of 8 a.m. UK. Um, please, if you haven't already, um, please show some support to our cause if you can spare a pound, a fiver, a tenner, Please, please help support our cause, uh, supporting the Macmillan Cancer Support Trust um, in our longest day golf challenge that we're going to be doing at the end of July. Uh, It's a brilliant, brilliant cause. And uh, please, if you can spare anything, thank you to all of those of you that have already. I am going to be doing shout outs for people on the channel for those that have donated. Um, So thank you, everybody that has already done so. But if you can spare anything. And I understand that times are tough and that, you know, where we are at, Uh, Not just here in the UK, but obviously abroad. Things are tough. But uh, anything you can spare at all, please do help out our cause. Link in the description. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I will see you tomorrow. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy, stay smiling. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all 3 points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com